everyone. Welcome back to the Weekly Touchdown. My name is Brandon Muting. And I am Nick Sainert. All right, so we usually don't talk about college football, but today we're going to start off with some big news, especially for the Cornhuskers with J.D. Spielman. Then we're going to talk about the AFC North and what they need in free agency and the draft. And then we're going to talk about the XFL like we have been these past few weeks. Yeah, what what the heck? The Tampa Bay Vipers coming out of nowhere. <laughs> we At this point... You just expect the unexpected. You can't predict it, so it makes us look bad. Right. So we're – I wouldn't even say we're NFL experts. We're definitely not XFL experts. Let's put it that way. No way. Um, way. So let's start it off with J.D. Spielman. Um, There was some news – what was it, a few days ago? Two days ago, I believe. That he's going to take a leave of absence, and he's not going to play for the Cornhuskers right away. What does this say for Nebraska? How is this going to end up? Are we going to be okay because of our recruiting process or what? Well, it means that other guys are going to have to step up even bigger. Um, We were pretty thin at the wide receiver position last year, uh, especially with having Wandale Robinson be our, who's supposed to be kind of the duck R position player. He had to be everything position player um, last year. And so J.D. Spielman needs – Nebraska needs J.D. Spielman, and J.D. Spielman – is quite the talent and honestly I hate to say it but I don't know if he's going to come back um okay he's back home in Minnesota I believe is where he's from and dealing with something with his family or that's what he says at least who knows he could be trying to find out where else he could play um there were rumors of him during the season last year transferring and so I don't know if this really comes as a big shock it just kind of was like when it officially was announced, it's like, all right, man, it actually happened. And so, obviously, he says that he's going to be back after spring ball. He's going to miss all of spring ball, which does not really help. Um, but guys like Omar Manning are going to have to step in right away and make a contribution to this team because without J.D. Spielman, we're losing our, our special teams returner. We're losing our guy in the slot that can beat guys downfield. Yes, we have Wandale. Yes, we have Cade Warner, those guys. Cade Warner is not a fast wide receiver. He's more of a possession wide receiver who kind of just gets you those nitty-gritty yards when you need them. And so J.D. Spielman's that guy that can beat the guy on the outside or throughout the slot. And when we don't have him there, there's there's quite a big void in the Huskers' offense. And so I think everybody's just kind of holding their breath right now because we don't really know much about the situation. It just kind of came out of nowhere. Exactly, and he he posted on Instagram a couple months ago after the after the season got over that he's like I'm not going anywhere, but now so we all kind of like exhaled after that, and then now we're kind of like hmm what are we doing? And then there's not even that much out about it, and so we're all just kind of waiting on the edge of our seats to see if there's any more updates, to see if he ever hits the transfer portal stuff like that. Um, it's 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 going to be interesting to see and. It could mean the difference in three wins for Nebraska, and so because their win total could drop from eight to five. Yeah, and that means a bowl game. That means even more pressure and and fire coming back on Scott Frost. And you just thought like this year after all the recruits they've gotten, the pieces were starting to finally come together, but then a big piece gets taken yeah. off. So yeah. this is kind of a big loss for the Huskers, and you're hoping, like you said, Omar Manning steps up or some other wide receiver. Or they just got to figure something out at this point. Yeah, they're they're gonna need to. Obviously, their offense struggled last year. Um, J.D. Spielman didn't have the best year last year, but he's still going. He was still going to be a top wide receiver in our program, and so 
it, it hits hard. Um, and so we'll just see what happens. Uh, we can't really, like we said, we don't really know much about the subject or about the, about the whole situation. We know it's just for personal personal reasons. And so, man, if if it's if he's exploring other colleges, other universities um, where he could play football and possibly make the league, you can't blame the guy. But man, no. it, it sure it sure is hard. Yeah, for sure. Um, moving on over to the NFL side, we're going to go over the AFC North this week. So let's start off with the team who has the number one pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. That is the Bengals. Now, you want to say, obviously, it's going to be quarterback, but I have a little theory on this real quick. Joe Burrow did not throw out the combine. Yep. Do you agree with that first? I do. You do? Okay. I don't. <laughs> I think I think he, he should throw it his pro day. Yeah, I'm. I'm. This is what I'm thinking. If you weren't gonna throw out the combine, then is he going to do the same thing at practice? Is he gonna do the same thing for other days? And now you're looking at me like funny, like yes, Brandon, of course he is. But just to me, that looks like a bad look on him. Now I understand. Yes, he's already projected to be the number one overall pick, and he doesn't want to hurt himself or anything. I get that. But it is still a bad look. Do I think the Bengals are gonna stay, still take him? Of course. But I just think it's a bad look on Burrow in that chance, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I will agree to disagree. Okay. Um, I understand it from a health standpoint and from a – the thing is, every single team in the NFL will probably be at LSU's pro day. Yes. And so he gets to choose the drills that they want to run. He gets to choose the passes he gets to throw. It's all stuff that he wants to do and what he's comfortable at his pro day, where at the combine it's a set of select drills. And so that could be a big thing where, you know, if he goes, you know, I'm just, I just am not comfortable throwing the, pat, the, the post route right now. And that, that difference between number one pick and the number two pick are $4 million, $5 million. Oh, yeah. And so it's more like I believe, I believe he chose not to throw just because of you know, I, I want I want to choose the passes I throw. I want to throw this eight yard slant. I want to throw this twelve yard post stuff like that instead of I can't throw. I'm not comfortable throwing this, you know, sixty yard ball down the field. But it's at the combine. I have to throw at the combine, and here we go. Drop my value. Let's say let's say he drops. He 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 like incompletes like eight passes. Let's just say that, man. People are gonna start. Second quite or second guessing themselves. Ah, Chase Young at number one is looking pretty good. Yeah, and so um, I will agree to disagree on that one. Okay, and the thing I'm going to bounce back on that one is like the pro day. He gets to decide what he gets to do, but in the games, like yes, you'll have a say on what plays, but the coach is going to normally decide. And if he has to throw a 60 yard pass eventually, yeah, but that's one pass. Oh yeah, and no, that's, for sure. that's after he's already gotten paid. Yes, that's true. Okay, fair enough. We'll just agree to disagree on that there one. There you go. Um, let's move on to the Ravens, who had an unexpectedly amazing season. Yeah. This one was kind of hard for me to debate. I'm saying running back. Okay. Which may be a surprise with Mark Ingram. That is a surprise. But, I mean, if I pulled up Mark Ingram's stats, like they were good, but they weren't good enough for the offense they had. Because they have Lamar Jackson. Yes. <laughs> Lamar Jackson had a bunch of rushing yards. So... And if, even if you're just dependent on Lamar Jackson for rushing yards and look something on the defensive side, defensive tackle, or something like that, um, they no longer have uh, – gosh, I can't think of his name now. 
They lost one of their defensive tackles a couple seasons ago. I'm trying to think of his name. I'll have to look it up. But I'm going to say either running back or defensive tackle. All right, well, I'm going to say wide receiver. Um, They have a speed guy in Marquise Brown uh, and Hollywood Brown on the outside. They need to get a big-bodied wide receiver. This NFL draft class is loaded up on wide receivers. Draft a wide receiver and and have that one-two punch of you have, oh, okay, you have Willie Sneed, the, th- the third, I believe, is his, or the fourth, something like that. Yep. Um, we have Willie Sneed in the slot. You have Marquise Brown, who can play slot or outside, who can just beat a guy one-on-one no matter who he's matched up with. Get a big-bodied wide receiver. Quincy Anunwa is one opportunity or one option coming, probably not going to be re-signed by the Jets just because he's had neck injuries the last couple years. Think about picking him up. Think about guys um, in the draft like, you know, if you can get C.D. Lamb, trade up for C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb is a huge-bodied wide receiver that can also beat guys down the field one on in one-on-one coverage. This this draft class is loaded with big bodied wide receivers. Take you're you're down in the you're you're low in the first round. Get a guy that's obviously or his his skill level is matching with where your draft pick is. But make sure you. I th- I really just think that adding to that offense that was probably one of the best in the league that we've seen in a long long time in recent years. Adding to that offense with a big-bodied wide receiver is a no-brainer, in my opinion. Okay. That's actually very fair pick there. Um, I was thinking of the Texans, apparently. I was thinking of Vince Wilfork. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm completely off on the Ravens. I still think they do need a defensive tackle, but I would take the running back first. But, no, I can see why you say receiver as well. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to the Steelers, especially with what they've had this year with Roethlisberger getting injured right away. Yep. Mason Rudolph with the helmet controversy. I'm not going to say quarterback. I'm going to say receiver for this one. Okay. So I'm just kind of going off. I mean, Juju didn't have the year he was supposed to, mm-hmm. but I don't think that's entirely his fault, especially when he had to go through three different quarterbacks because of injury and what Mason Rudolph did with the helmet. Yep. So, yeah. I think – okay, so I think they're just fine on wide receiver. I think they have a lot of bigger problems okay. um, than wide receiver, in my opinion. I think that they need to get a linebacker. Um, Bud Dupree, who they drafted out of Kentucky a couple of years back, is now going to be a free agent. Bud Dupree was probably, other than T.J. Watt, you know, you don't have Troy Polamalu. You don't have those guys on the defensive ball or defensive side of the ball now. They they need to first okay so they need to clear up cap space right now because I was looking at their numbers and they are neg- or two point one million dollars in the hole right now in cap space and so they need to free some of that up so they're able to sign some free agents in the off season. Bud Dupree is going to be hitting the free agency market. You need to get a replacement at the linebacker position for him. That's your number one concern. Draft a guy, sign a guy, whatever happens. Um, going on the wide receiver thing, they need to work on an exciting, uh, Juju to an extension because they need to keep him in Pittsburgh while he's happy in Pittsburgh because they lost Antonio or, uh, Antonio Brown. Well, Antonio Brown's a a whole nother story, but at the moment in time, they lost Antonio Brown in because he, they didn't keep him happy. And so you got to keep Juju happy and get him, get him paid. Yeah, and for this free agency, 
there is okay. First of all, Odell Beckham doesn't really want to play in Cleveland anymore, so there's a chance there. Do I think he'll go to Pittsburgh? No. no. Um, then you got Austin Hooper. Yeah. So there's another receiving choice for them. Um, so I think they can base it off free agency and then maybe get a linebacker in the draft. I don't know what their draft pick is exactly, but um, yeah, they just kind of have to go with whatever what they can get at this point, and then hopefully um, Roethlisberger stays healthy. And then going to the Browns. Now, I'm going to say an offensive lineman. They had good rush protection for Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, I think, had an amazing season, probably mm-hmm. a season that nobody expected. Yep. But they didn't have good pass protection for Baker Mayfield. And it's hard hard to, um, hard to say what they needed, especially when Freddie Kitchens wasn't doing the job he needed to. So it's kind of hard to say from there, but I'm going to say pass protection because I felt like Baker Mayfield was always on the scramble trying to throw it to a receiver. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. Um, I'm going to actually exa- say exactly what, what you said with offensive linemen, but then also I'm going to say that they need to extend Miles Garrett's contract. Um, they also need to pick up David Njoku's fifth-year option uh, on his contract because David Njoku is one of the best tight ends in the league. He just got hurt last year, so that's all I'm going to say on that. Okay, perfect. All right, and then the next uh, – we hit all four teams. We yeah. did. I'm so sorry. It's I got XFL. lost for a second. It's XFL. All right. So, yeah, let's talk about the XFL. Obviously, um, wow, surprises this week. We had, first of all, the Wildcats lost this time, even though we guessed the Wildcats. And, <laughs> and of course, they lost. Um, the Battlehawks beat the Dragons. And then in the Texas little showdown, Roughnecks remained undefeated. And the Vipers shut down the Defenders. Yeah, I... <laughs> I the XFL just keeps you on your toes. Yeah, what the heck got into the Vi- what the heck got into the Vipers? I honestly have no idea. Um, I'm looking at some stats here, and I believe there was somebody got injured. That's a bummer. Um, no, I mean Tampa Bay. I I just I don't know what got into them. Uh, they uh, did not. Uh, I I just I was watching that game, and I'm like, how how are they winning? How, what are we doing right now? We, I was like, man, we look like such idiots on the podcast right now because who would have thought that the DC defenders would lose 25 to zero to an Owen three Vipers team? Not us. No. And I think battle Hawks are going to win the championship. Okay. Um, that's who I was thinking of Landry Jones of the Dallas Renegades. Oh yeah. I saw that he got hurt. Yep. I, I knew his name. I just didn't know what team he played for. From to be honest. Oklahoma. Yes. Um, so he's out. And they lost to the Roughnecks anyway. And now looking at next week, let's go over some predictions. And I think, obviously, Nick and I are probably going to be wrong at this point. No, 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 no. Oh, we're not going to be. Nope. Okay, fine. 100% next week. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Count my – I will – if I'm not 100% correct on this week's predictions, I will leave the podcast. He's going to leave the podcast. All right. Um. So let's start off with the Seattle Sea Dragons. Sea Dra- Dragons? Wow. Okay. All C- right. They <laughs> – <laughs> they have the their uh, abbreviation to SEA. I, I understand. I see. I'm not looking at the same screen you are, but <laughs> Seattle. I, I mean, I it's the Dow Renegades here. You know what? <laughs> or the How Roughnecks. 
Well, good morning to everybody. Yeah, um, Seattle Dragons against the undefeated Houston Roughnecks. I'm gonna keep the Roughnecks. Last time I said they weren't gonna or they weren't gonna win. Now I'm gonna just say they will. Yep. Give me the Roughnecks. All right. Renegades and Guardians. Um, since the Renegades don't have Jones, I'm gonna say Guardians this time. I'm gonna say Renegades. I don't think I think the Guardians are bad. Okay, fair enough. Even though they beat our Wildcats. Well, um, okay, the Wildcats. They lost. They only beat them by three points. It's nothing like the Vipers winning twenty-five to nothing. <laughs> That's true. Um, then we got the. Battlehawks against the Defenders. I'm going to say the Battlehawks. Oh, I want to say the Battlehawks. I'm worried, though. That, that was a worry. That, I'm worried about that one. Okay. And that's, then, that's the one that's going to make me get booted if I, if I get it <laughs> wrong here. And then the last one is the Vipers and the Wildcats. You know, ride the Vipes. Yeah. No, gotta, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go Wildcats. Oh, I'm going Vipers on oh, that that's one. Oh, that's a bad pick. Oh, that's a bad pick. Okay, well, one of us is going to be wrong on one of these games. That's all right. But um, So that is all we have for today for the Weekly Touchdown. We will see you guys next week. My name is Brandon Muting. I am Nick Sainter. And see you guys later. See ya.